Excuse me. Hello and welcome to Level Up and Friends, where those of us from the video game and comic book stores Level Up Entertainment get together each week with some friends and discuss uh, different things we're passionate about. Uh, we've got a very special episode here uh, about the Kickstarter hand-drawn game guides. Uh, I'm your host, Scott, and joining me is like our resident in-store in artist, Sean. Hi, everybody. And then we have uh, uh, the, the creator of hand-drawn game guides here, Phil. Hi. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, now, Sean's the person that sent me the link to this Kickstarter because okay. he knew I was going to like it, and he was very much correct. Uh, cool. Because I went and had to back it. Well, first I saw the Zelda and I was like, well, I have to back it immediately. Cool. Um, so, but Phil, why don't you tell us a little bit about what this project is for those at home? Sure. So hand-drawn game guides, the name is basically what it is, right? There are a bunch of strategy guides for old video games that I have drawn fully in uh, in, in notebooks, dotted dotted journals, basically. Um, and, and that's the deal. And I've made... I've made four books so far. I have one for the original Ninja Gaiden, the original Contra, Legend of Zelda, and Metroid's coming out shortly. And there it is. That's that's the project. And I know, uh, you know, it, in terms of backing and stuff, people can choose a specific book to grab, or uh, if you there's a tier where if you grab them all, you get them at a price point. Yeah, which is what which is what I wound up doing because it's like, oh, well, cool. I gotta get the Zelda one. I was like, but the Metroid ones are cool, and then I was like. Well, it's only like ten dollars more, and I get all I'll get all of them. So I might yeah. as well go all in. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So, like, what what inspired you to 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 do this? Just the whole project in general, or a, yeah. Um, you know, I I'm a I'm a designer, so I'm on the computer all day, and then when I want to draw, I'm on the computer all night. So I kind of got like sick of being at the computer and I hadn't drawn anything that like is tangible that I can like actually see and hold and show somebody. Um, so I thought, well, this would be kind of cool if I started with Contra. Cause I, I just thought, wouldn't it be kind of cool if I did like a, like a, like a little book and it kind of was like, you know, if you look through an old Nintendo power or something um, and that was really all it was. And I picked Contra cause it's super short. And I apologize, my dog's upstairs barking if you hear him. There's um, always a dog barking on the Don't worry about it. It's usually mine. You know, he's like good all day. He lays all day and then he gets all fired up at night. But um, anyway, totally derailed myself there with, <laughs> with him. But yeah, that, that so all it was was just a small little thing. And then I, I made it available on the internet. Um, and people were like receptive to it. They liked it. So I thought, all right, I'll, I'll challenge myself a little more and do one on Ninja Gaiden and more people were into that. And then um, that's when I thought, let's do like a big game. And I did Zelda and that kind of, that Zelda exploded and that led to, to here. Yeah. Like I said, as a, a Zelda person, it's if people, long time listeners to podcast know I've done several episodes just on various Zelda games uh, with cool. people. Uh, that's like my, big franchise video game franchise and uh there's a couple like uh some of the art you put on the kickstarter like mm -hmm. the, the link versus ganon like two page spread yeah oh man it gave me big nintendo like you know the comics they put in nintendo power like the, yeah. like the best one it gave me big vibes from that i was like cool. this is really cool also cool. i infamously have never beaten that game really <laughs> the original zelda is one of the ones i've never beaten i get to like the sixth temple and then i usually have to stop and then i never remember where to go Okay. So I've kind of refused to like look online, but like I think having a physical game guide would probably yeah. be 
the impetus to do um, it. Yeah, I was going to say that then you, you bought the right thing to help you yeah. uh, get through the sixth dungeon there. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny to, to chime in. I, I've also never beaten the original Zelda. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, a little younger. I grew up with the N64 crowd and stuff like okay. that. Okay. So like, I, but I, I love like the everything about the NES and the history of it. And so like going back and looking at everything, it's especially fun and especially like hard because they are very unkind games in the best way possible. You know, they really kept your attention. Um, but for me, it was important. Like Scott said, like I, I didn't, I don't want to look anything up on the internet because that, you know, kids growing up with those games didn't have the internet. So uh, I actually planned a project with a friend who grew up with it and we were going to like hang out for one night and you know he was going to be like the older brother talking over my shoulder like okay so now you got to go to here and you got to go here and we never got to do that so I, I feel like your guide is is the coolest thing that's like the next best thing that's like renting a, a you know renting a book from the library and there's spark notes someone scribbled in the back you know it's it's very um it's very like intimate and it's very like friendly and very cool um so i'm i'm excited to finally play through the game uh with your guide um and actually do awesome. well hopefully I, I think you'll do it i think you'll be able to win because that was yeah. one of the things that i thought was really cool that i didn't expect was watching people actually finish the game with the book which i which was great because yeah you know the other ones are strategy guides but they're you have to be good at those games to to you know to win contra win ninja guide and it's very yeah. it's very different but yeah, like I think, Zelda. I think, yeah. Sorry. I, say, I think a guide would do would make me worse at Ninja Gaiden because I'd keep <laughs> like looking back at it and back at the screen, and then birds keep spawning. Yeah, I, <laughs> it, it, that's just like you know, I have tips in there, and I'll help you out a little bit. But yeah, Ninja Gaiden's just you just have to have a lot of patience for that one. But Zelda, a game like Zelda, it has things that can help you out, and you know, you know, there's there's hearts you can find to give you more health or you can buy potions there's so there's things that you can do that help and and the way i laid out that book and designed it was um i tried to guide people and kind of level them up at up to where i thought they would be comfortable i guess is is the is maybe the right word because there's you can find a whole bunch of the heart pieces on the map kind of almost immediately right but uh, and I mean, a lot of walkthroughs, if you read them, that's kind of what they tell you to do. They tell you to just like go fetch everything you can get, even like the blue ring for even go to the first dungeon. It's like, go buy the blue ring, but it's like, ugh, you just got to grind forever. Right. Yeah. So I tried to like, I tried to make it so you're grabbing things in the area that you're in and um, that way it'll help you. And then, you know, where and then I, I introduced the blue ring where i think the blue ring might be helpful so i try to do things like that to keep the game still challenging um but you know it help you out as you as you need it yeah, and i good. hopefully hopefully did the same thing with metroid yeah say metroid's definitely a thing i need a map for because i find the original metroid everything i get really lost really easy everything you know because of the limitations like everything's got black background it's really hard to tell what area you're in um, and I find that game kind of frustrating, but I love yeah. the lore and the designs of things. So even if I don't wind up using it to play through the game, I think it's a really cool thing to just kind of like look at and go through. 
and just kind of appreciate because like that's the thing the metroid series has the best is like the atmosphere and it looks like from what i've seen of the preview art it looks like you capture a lot of that like it I almost tried, looks like those little sure. comic sequences yeah uh, it kind so of is a kind, story, it, yeah it, I'm, I'm kind of hiding it like i'm i'm intentionally showing certain pages but i mean it's basically a comic book and i think yeah, that's I, an awesome fusion of the two things I, I wanted to ask you because I think something that helped me with with the Zelda guide is is the narrative structure that you made through the book. Um, that's that's something that I think really really helped me because it's otherwise it's just this big world and I'm kind of lost. So that's why I think it's cool. Is that something that kind of like organically came across as you were building your guide, or is that something like you really had to like sit down and come up with a concept for? And work towards or was it kind of just the kind of the, the way you've made it uh, a little of both um that i actually got stumped because when i started making zelda um i just drew the initial maps and um and after i got through those i was just like okay cool i got all the maps but like how do i get <laughs> how do i get you to the next dungeon so that was yeah. really hard and that was where i kind of came up with like that storybook idea and then making maps throughout that showed the overworld, but it's kind of like you're just kind of seeing landmarks because I give you the big map. You have the map of Hyrule in the book, right? So you can always just reference that. And that's like, it's not pixel perfect because obviously I drew it, but it's pretty close, right? Um, so when I draw the maps in the book, they're a little more like, here's like a big mountain, here's the lake. And it's kind of just trying to give you these ideas of like where you might need to go. Um, and that, but that was really challenging and that took, a while to to have like that moment of like okay cool and and this will actually be neat if i did it this way so um that was how that happened and then with metroid just thought it'd be cool to make like a comic book out of it like that was just really <laughs> it I, <laughs> there was never it wasn't like um yeah it wasn't like i was like totally stumped that one actually came together pretty well and i think it's probably because of all the work that i did on zelda it just kind of helped me get in a different frame of mind and yeah yeah. Did did you pick the games that you did? Like, I guess more more Zelda and Metroid, um, because you are particularly fond of those games, or do you feel like they had more of like an artistic, creative merit to 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 do? Well, I love them. Every game I've covered so far, I just love. Um, so I picked Zelda because I wanted to go big, and and I did. I mean, you don't get much bigger than than that on that on that system, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And I just, I mean, I love Zelda. It's one of my favorites. So, um, so I picked that and I actually wanted to do like Mega Man 2, but after I saw how many people actually used the book to play through Zelda, that kind of like got the gears turned a little bit. And that's when I thought like, well, people kind of are a little down on Metroid and they think Metroid's hard and they don't think that one aged very well. And I thought, well, maybe I can get people to beat metroid so that was the that was yeah. kind of the, the thought there for that one hey that's mm -hmm. cool um is there uh i know in your kickstarter video you kind of teased at some potential ones uh coming up that potentially you would want to do in the future mm -hmm. um is what games would you think would make would fit this project well uh so castlevania i probably will do the the unpopular one uh, Simon's <laughs> Quest, but, but that's okay. because I think Simon's Quest leads itself really well to a book like this. Um, yeah. I'd love to do Castlevania 3 as well. I have some cool ideas for that. And I think like 
the adventure type games like that are like perfect for for these kind of books um mm -hmm. especially the ones that especially ones kind of like castlevania 2 and metroid and zelda where they're very um obtuse you kind of don't know where to go if you, you don't know what to do um yeah crouch in front them. of the wall in front of you know by the lake yeah. like oh yeah. okay sure well, that can, you know that can give you some like narrative leeway in if you do like weave in a comic element like oh here's why you do that yep not just because that's what the game's programmed to do yeah um i was really hoping you were going to say castlevania uh oh, any of them go. uh just because i think looking at the metroid pages and like how dark and foreboding are like man i want to see a ton of monsters like this <laughs> yeah okay yeah that would be great i can't wait i can't wait to make uh castlevania and another idea i um actually tweeted about it last night i want to make a code book and yeah. i just have I all these you tweet about this oh you did see cool. yeah and i just yeah. have like because i think that would be a cool way to just cover like a whole bunch of games um and they're not even doesn't even necessarily have to be codes like one of the ideas that i have for that is like just a spread of like the dam from from uh from the first ninja turtles game because that could just be like its own thing right like how do you get through the dam so you know like the code book would allow me to just hit like a whole bunch of games and kind of experiment and just have like fun with it and i i think keep things fresh yeah that might be a good way to like i mean obviously the the big one you know the big nes juggernaut you have to do some point is super mario but like you don't want to draw every level of that. But like <laughs> something like that, like you could cover like a bunch of, of games like that. Where yeah. it's like, here's a bunch of tips for like the three Mario games and stuff, yeah. you know. So that way yeah. you can and compile them together. That might be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of actually that's one of the that's one of the images that's teased is um how to how to get through the original game quick. So it's yeah. So it just touches on like use this warp here and I draw like a little bit of the map. Uh and then I drew out almost the entirety of the final stage because you because that one's a maze and you kind of have That's, to have a map that, that level is the reason i've never beaten the original super mario brothers oh really i don't know where to go and then i lose patience and i stop See, well <laughs> you, you, got, you gotta be like me you gotta be an absolute baby and just use those like save load points on nes online and stuff oh uh, no dude just, yeah. you know, just own it own it be the baby hardware. it's fine so once you turn it off, it's gone. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, you know what? Uh, I have fun up until that point. So in my opinion, I've, I've won by having fun. Yeah, I don't sure. Need, I don't need to see Princess Peach at the end of it. You uh, know she's there. That's fun. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I know she's, she's there. there. She's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was say, so the Kickstarters, you've reached your funding goal, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I think you hit like, all of your Kickstarter goals too, or like the stretch goals rather, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, what were some of the things that people like? What were some of those goals that like now your books are going to be bigger and beefier, right? Yep. So one of the ones was like the second quest was being added to the Zelda book, which is yeah. an awesome idea. Whoa. Yeah. Well, a map of the second quest. Well, not yes. the, cool. not the whole thing. All right. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, cool. they, they all come with like a map, right? They come with a fold-out yeah. map. So in the original ones that shipped before this when you flip the map around it's blank i didn't have anything on there so if you flip it you'll have the second quest and i might try and alter it to see what else i can kind of cram on there and see see what i can do there um so yeah that second quest was one of them and then um it's just like really a lot of features just to make the books cooler so they'll all have like a gold gilded edge all the books um 
we're going to do stuff with like a gold foil on the front of the books, you know, like just a little like, so the example that immediately in my head is uh, on the Metroid cover, Samus's gun has like a bit of like a light beam kind of coming off of it while she's, I guess, about to blast it. Um, and maybe that's just got like a nice gold uh, streak through it. We're going to um, emboss them. So again, in the, the Samus one, but uh, the Metroid one, so Samus would be kind of like brought forward where everything's a little pushed back. So we'll be doing embossing to them. Um, so a whole bunch of things like that. They're going to have, they're going to be like great paper. Um, and, and what was the other one? We had a, uh, oh, uh, we had the, uh, the, what's it called? When you open the book, you get the, I can't even remember the name of the, of the thing doing a, doing a it's terrible like job. printed on the inside uh, cover. Yeah. So basically I don't have drawings for that. And, um, I need to come up with, with new ones and, that was one of the stretch goals is like okay well now it's time to draw a whole bunch of end leaves there we go that's the oh yes time. i was <laughs> also not gonna yeah. <laughs> so i'll that. actually look at the whole thing so yeah the end leaves yeah so i covered all the all the stretch goals and now actually tomorrow we have um a few more coming in um okay cool i was gonna ask if there was a uh, any more plans uh, and, and you saying tomorrow like in theory that's going to be the same day this uh podcast episode goes live so check out the when's know, the, well uh, when's the podcast go live i sh usually have them on fridays um i should have time to edit this one but i'm gonna give myself a buffer of saturday okay um, but i'll have the link to the kickstarter in the description mm -hmm. um so people can just well all right well i'll just talk, i can talk about them because that's fine because they come out tomorrow so yeah sure um, there you go. You guys are the first two to hear about them. Oh, um, cool. So I still want to keep that theme of um, making everybody's purchase better. So I tried to do that the best I could. So we have three new stretch goals. Uh, the first one is everyone's going to get like a really cool book plate. Every order, if we hit it, we'll get like this great like book plate. It's going to have a nice gold. Um, it's going to be like a gold print on it. Uh, it's Metroid theme. It has the hand-drawn game guys logo. That's actually how I'm going to do all the sketches. So all the sketches will be done on those book plates, but everybody else is just going to get the book plates and they'll be pretty awesome. So that'll be the, um, that'll be the first one. And then the second one is going to be um, a digital reward for everybody. So basically it doesn't matter what book you bought uh, or if you got all three of them, basically the moment the camp, I don't, I don't want to say the moment the campaign ends, but as soon as the campaign ends, um there will be everybody's just going to get the full set of digital books including metroid like immediately and then um we're going to do a new book so all of the sketches that i had uh for the special tier for the most expensive tier we had they all come with like an original concept sketch um so we're going to put together a digital booklet of all those sketches and that'll be like its own thing. So that, that one will come a little later cause that doesn't exist yet, but yeah. the other ones you'll get all the guides right there. Um, and then the final mm -hmm. one will be, if we hit it, um, that will be, we'll actually add uh, the option to purchase a physical version of that concept book. So that would be, the, that would be the big one. So, Very cool. so there it is. That's the plan. That's what we've been kind of going nuts over for about like two weeks now. <laughs> Say, by the time I saw the Kickstarter, which I think it was only like a day later, I think you hit everything you already uh, had put up there. So, yeah. 
yeah, I don't think there's any reason to be afraid, uh, scared that you won't hit all of that, which must be a little daunting. Now you got to make another book. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? The thing is, is that it's finished, right? It's sort of yeah. all the content's made. I literally need yeah. to scan everything um, and do a little bit of re I'm, do a little bit of retouching. Probably not much. Only like if maybe you could see a page behind another page or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then it would just be assembling that and trying to make sense of the order of things and all that. But um, cool. yeah, so that won't be. It won't be. I don't think it'll be too bad. It's not like I'm the draw. Everything's drawn. It all exists. It's just a matter of compiling everything and, and getting it yeah. all together. Mm -hmm. So that was a hard decision to make because it's already um, three books is a lot of products. But yeah. <laughs> we figured, well, it's going to be the same format as the other ones. So let's just let's just do it. Why not add another one to the pile? and uh of <laughs> see what happens but of course we would have to hit the stretch goal so it might not happen but yeah, we'll see yeah. well i hope our podcast helps in a in a small way yeah be great. Um, so obviously all the games you've done so far have been for the nes um have you thought about doing like other game consoles at some point like super nintendo or even sega genesis like a sonic one might be really cool yeah, um, I want to stick to NES for now just because I feel like I'm kind of in like a groove and there's so many games that I feel like I could hit that I love. Um, but I do have ideas for maybe how I could cover some other stuff, maybe some okay. some other consoles or just like series or whatever. So I, I have I, some ideas. I just hope I can do them. <laughs> I mean, the NES gives you so many opportunities for games that A, need guides and B, like all of the major gaming franchises are kind of on there. Uh, yeah, all the classic, you know, all the classic yeah. ones are, yeah, a lot of them got their uh, start there, so. It would be an insane amount of work, but I would love to see a Dragon Quest one sometime. Uh, <laughs> I've had a lot of people ask for that, and you know what? Yeah. I try. I never, like, really played that one when I was younger, and I tried to play it, like, two or three years ago, and I tried really hard, and I, yeah. I, could, I could not win. So. Those games are extremely grindy. I, yes. <laughs> Yep. RPGs from that era specifically are really hard to go back to, um, but I just yeah. I love Akira Toriyama, so like yeah, no, I love yeah, I like the charm. I can't escape, mm -hmm. and I love the music and everything. It's like yeah. I I really like, I liked it, um, but I just wish that I wish I was able to do it. I remember so when I was like a kid, I remember um, one of the things that like really left a huge impression on me. I'm gonna go off on a tangent here. Not fun, um, please was uh i was always interested in dragon quest i like i think i rented it i played it at a friend's house but like i never had that one so i never like i never really played it so um a family member he's older and he had uh dragon warrior and i remember just like talking to him about it he's like actually I'm at the end of the game you, you can go beat it and i was like oh wow so i just wanted to Whoa. see the ending right and then you have that choice at the end of the game where like either you join the bad guy or you don't join the bad guy and i misread it and i joined the bad guy and he's like dude you just got he's like you just got a game over <laughs> and like like i'll always remember that because i just thought like that's so crazy that there was a choice there and then like yeah i got a game out like i got the bad ending um oh, man. i mean he still kind of won it's like he killed you right yeah, yeah. but like yeah. so that's like my only knowledge of dragon quest right and then um i bought dragon quest builders did you guys play that yes yeah so it's the closest thing to minecraft i've ever played yeah right <laughs> yeah but it's like a direct sequel 
to the bad ending. And I was just like, this really? Is, I was yeah. like, this is incredible. I was just like, it's like a sequel to that, like one moment that I know from all of Dragon Quest. So wow. like, I thought that they was made like, a game for you. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it was amazing. I thought that was so cool. <laughs> but <laughs> well, that makes me like that game even more. Uh, yeah. I haven't played two yet because I, I just, I just beaten the first one when that came out. And I was just like, I don't need to play this game again, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. the moment. Um, but uh, no, I mean, one of my, you know, we can talk like early video game memories right now. I remember I was spending the night at my friend's house once and we had never, we mentioned, you know, the original uh, ultra release for Ninja Turtles. And like, yeah, I, you know, no one ever got past the damn level, but my, my friend's older brother was there and he was playing it. And like, we pretended to go to sleep. So we're just watching him play it. And I was like, Oh my God, he's fighting the Technodrome and stuff. Like I saw the end of the game and I was so excited. Oh, wow. And like, I've been trying to beat that game so hard for so long because I'm, you know, born in the eighties. Like I was a huge Ninja Turtles kid. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Surrounded by Ninja Turtles stuff yeah. right there. Lo- <laughs> oh dude. Yeah. yeah. That, that was one of those most exciting moments. I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe he's beating all this stuff that I've never seen. Even seen yeah. Before. Yeah. No, that, that, um, that's awesome. I, I did manage to beat that one uh, as a kid, but I mean, I like, I, I couldn't even tell you how long I played it, how many hours I put onto it. Probably. Well, dude, I, I tip my hat million. to you. Like, <laughs> I, I, I've beaten every other Ninja Turtles game except for that one. Really? All right. Yeah. You know what? I had the older brothers, and the one was really good at it, and I watched him all the time, so I got all my tips off of him. So, you know, <laughs> we, we, we used each other's knowledge there, or mainly I used his knowledge, but um, yeah. You know, eventually See, got through it. I was the older brother. Okay. So I didn't have anyone to like mooch knowledge off of. Like mm-hmm. I had to beat the like the sections for my little brother. Thank God okay. he wasn't really into video games. So <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't fail my, my older brother responsibilities too badly. Okay. Um, but you know, we would play like ice hockey because that's you can play that at the same time. Like there was only you know yeah. so few games you could do that with. Yeah. Ice hockey's great. Dude, it's Love one of my favorite hockey. games of all time. Yeah. It's uh, so good. Yeah. And so I gorgeous. forgot what all the teams were in there because my friend and I would only ever fight over who would be Canada or, or who would be USA or USSR. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, forgot there was, I knew there was Canada in it, but then I was, I was going through, I was playing it not too long ago and I was like, Oh yeah, there's like Sweden and other countries. Yeah. yeah I, I think I always pick Sweden because I like their colors. Are they, the, aren't they like a little bit blue or something? I think I, I remember I would always choose them just because I like the color of the, of the players. Yeah. But. Well, Sean, I know you also like the NES. What are some of your uh, memories from the system? Oh, man. Well, so my biggest memories come from uh, playing NES games through Animal Crossing on the GameCube. I was going to guess that when you said you were a 64 person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, like, I played an absolute ton of Balloon Fight. That's probably my favorite NES game, period. Wow. Um, Yeah. It, but just because we we spent so many hours just sitting there playing like i had a buddy over and we would just 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 try and go as far as we could play as much as we could um you know i i wasn't smart enough to understand zelda or anything so uh you know playing this game where you just tip tap tip tap you know fly around was great it's just such a simple fun game uh i i absolutely love it um but uh yeah man i i don't know uh shatterhand is cool i've kind of tried to dive deep yeah it's that's oh there's some great obscure games uh metal storm's awesome yeah 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 
it's, um, it's one of those systems like the library just keeps on giving oh yeah yeah like, like you can stay in surface level and play like Mega Man 2 and super mario mm-hmm. Bros. 3 and like those are great games and they're still just as good today as they ever were yep there's, there's so much fun stuff out there and that's not even counting like famicom and oh yeah like, oh god there's so much that. just konami stuff on the famicom that oh. like never came here there's tons of it so good yeah. yeah and it's crazy like they had to invent a whole other company to keep localizing their games yeah i mean <laughs> they made so it's hard to believe how bad they suck now because they just made so much stuff they made so much stuff but yeah, yeah it's amazing i mean it's just you know it's just the same company and name only all the people that made it what it was or yeah. long on yeah. yeah you know they just have things they can license to pitchinko machines yeah basically um, hey, they they made a Bomberman Battle Royale, so you know they're that. doing one thing and then one yeah. thing only, right? I'll give them that. But yeah. they, did, they did publish like an indie game or two recently, which I thought was kind of strange. Like, yeah, they kind of started making some interesting moves recently. I don't have any of them offhand, but I remember reading yeah. like Konami. Oh, that's weird. There was one more like this little skeleton, I think, from like a year ago. I don't remember the name of it, but I just thought like that's oh, kind of interesting that they're like publishing like an indie thing but and then they did make that bad contra they made a bad contra yeah like a year uh, ago uh, what's it called i wanted to call it hardcore but it's not it's something like that it's not yeah. hardcore because that's the genesis one right yeah yeah i forget the name of it too but it's i played the demo of it on switch and it was just yeah oh my god i mean i guess at least capcom still mostly puts out quality stuff they've been great I, yeah they've been on the up lately Foxy. really yeah. They've been great. Yeah. Um, I wish I liked Monster Hunter more, but me too. Yeah. It's one of those oh, things that I just can't get into. The controls, something about them don't click for me. Uh, I'm the guy. I'll be the guy in the group that says oh. it's great. But you I know, know I, I know you like Monster Hunter. No, that's good. That's, <laughs> that's good. fine. I wish I liked it. <laughs> but I get it. Yeah. I have I a similar it. experience with the uh, the Metroid series. Where, like mm. I don't like actually playing them. And to be fair, oh. I don't really like I don't like Metroidvania style games because I also don't. Oh. Like the night um but i love the night either i love i love everything about those games except for playing them okay i love the (laughs) the music i love the the art style and like the artistry of it i love how they tell especially in the case of super metroid how they tell a story without like stopping in like yeah xboxes and everything i love everything around it it's just actually playing it does i don't i don't really like exploratory backtracking yeah you don't like the yeah you don't like the uh the exploration That's it's just thing. it's just the genre of game i don't particularly like i want to love the metroid series i just i and i always try them and god bless them they're kind of bringing them back and i saw a metroid dredge trailer mm-hmm. i was like you know what all the people i know that really love the metroid series i'm really really happy for them maybe you, know, you would like were on it so oh yeah i can't wait but yeah. maybe maybe you would like um the metroid game everybody hates uh federation force it's actually pretty it's actually pretty good yeah i think i'll <laughs> need to try it yeah i think it's, it's a game that didn't say metroid i think people would be into it yeah like, i don't know why everybody hates it like the team that made it is like proven they're great they made yeah. pun- they made the new the punch out remake god it's not even new the punch out remake, punch out remake which is like ancient yeah. now but they yeah. did that. They did yeah. the Mario, the Mario Strikers games. They did um, two Luigi's did, Mansions. Like, yeah, these guys are great. They made a great yeah. game. But it's just mm-hmm. because it doesn't have Samus and it looks a little different. Like, it's good. I mean, it's. I don't want to sell it too too hard because like it is ultimately like a multiplayer game. Like it kind of. 
I beat it without playing with people online. And there were moments where it's like, yeah, this would be a lot easier or more fun if there was like three other people with me. But mm-hmm. um, I still think it's a pretty cool game. And I think it's, I think it's worth checking out. I think it's a fun game, but I know most people don't like it. Uh, I say, I know the Metro game, the proper Metro game nobody likes is Other M. Yeah, I like that too. But, yeah. I love Other M. Thank oh, you. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's as bad. <laughs> You're as validated. Yeah. yeah. To me, no, it's, it's the, good. To me, it's the Star Trek Enterprise of the Metroid series, where it's not as good as some of the other stuff, but it's not nearly as bad as people say it is. No, yeah, it's good. Like, I mean, look, the story's a little lame. Um, maybe really lame. I've played it. Yeah. And long yeah. enough, but like, I'm due for a replay. Yeah, but it's a cool game, and the I do like the pixel hunts are a little lame when you're just like trying to look for the spot you have to look at. Like that stuff stinks, but like just the moment to moment action, it's just so fast and it like feels super good. It would be like an amazing Mega Man game. Ooh, like it was just like super fast paced because she's just shooting like the auto targeting. Like I guess some people would just think it's cheap that like you're just lining up the bag, you just shoot automatically shooting the bad guys but it just makes it so much faster and it just feels cool um mm-hmm. and i thought she was awesome i know like people don't like the way she was characterized in that game but like i thought she was awesome just all her like melee moves and how she like just like beats everybody's ass like i just thought it was a cool game yeah and i would like to replay it too yeah um man I was just about to ask a question. I completely uh, derailed. But uh, how did you get your start in uh, in, in doing like uh, art uh, professionally? Uh, I've always drawn. Um, I've always been a little more, I guess, on the creative side uh, growing up. I mean, gosh, I would draw all these video games. I basically did what I do right this second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to school. Since it was a strength of mine, I went to school for animation in Philly. Um, I didn't end up animating, but I designed full time. Um, but I, I would, I did stuff like on the side, like for forever, like on the internet, I would make like animated cartoons and stuff. And I had like a YouTube channel briefly. Um, I just try to teach myself how to do some digital painting. So it's always just been something I've just dabbled in kind of as a hobby, but. That's fair. So I assume your origin sort of sort of similar, right, Sean? Yeah, kind of just doing whatever, whatever, whenever, however. Um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like I don't know what it is. I feel like there's some correlation to playing a lot of video games growing up and kind of drawing all the time, and then just kind of falling in, not falling into, but t- trying to turn that into something. Um, like I've also done. Uh, for me, it was a lot of YouTube. Um, okay, but. But um, you know, you, definitely. Oh, what you do with YouTube, like streaming, like drawing, or what you do? What was your thing? A lot of like we did. I did. I've done like gameplay commentary stuff since like, okay. like almost ten years. I mean, I I haven't done it in the past couple of years, but yeah, I went like full force once I got out of college into like a gaming channel. Okay. And we did like, I mean, I did like a lot. I did all the editing. I was one of the hosts. I did all the intros and outros and animations and all that stuff um and that was like an absolute ball you know it was just Mm -hmm. trying to keep myself sharp yeah and everything but it was just fun like there's there's something really special about just like sitting down and playing a game with a friend yeah um 
especially after like I was just out of college so like the busiest time of my life it was really nice to just like all right we're gonna play Kirby Return to Dreamland and that's it (laughs) yeah and it's gonna be great so buckle up you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah so a lot of that and then I've been I but growing up I used to make Kirby comics with my friend Zach and they had nothing to we would he was a circle he's easy to draw you know why not tells you how to draw them when you turn it on absolutely you know so that was our big thing is we made Kirby comics and we did that forever I still have all of like my super old ones and they're not good obviously Um, (laughs) but um, I don't know I I just think that's fun and it's 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 kind of funny because now I do the same thing. I, you know, I, I was working on a postcard set of a bunch of different Smash Brothers characters. I'm working on a new set of illustrations of all the different Pokemon uh, oh, cool. of different types and everything. Pokemon's like my biggest thing. Okay. Um, but uh, it's not. I, I just think it's really cool to see uh, people taking their passions and turning it into careers and opportunities and all that kind of stuff. It's 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 always really nice to see when it comes from such like a humble you know humble beginning and fun place yeah you know yeah, yeah and, and it gives your guys both your projects like a level of authenticity that i think shines through mm-hmm. it's not just like oh you know prima put out a, a, a half comic half game guide it's like you know you're clearly a fan and you did it because you are a fan of this property and you want to show that and how you in you know the way that you can yeah um, uh, I do this and then you know obviously your books say unauthorized right on the the cover yeah uh, oh yeah make sure I said that a million times yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> <laughs> but um which is you know obviously fine you gotta we're all we're not done we know we need, need to write that but um I but you know people people respond to to passion you know and and what you're about and the best projects yeah. is when it can always shine through uh, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever medium you're doing like uh sean we've been at a couple of our events and like you'll do quick sketches and stuff for people and we you know, we there's usually a bunch that's left so like you know i your shovel knight one from the last one you did is on the refrigerator in the back of the store because i couldn't let that one <laughs> nice nice i love shovel knight yeah, um but like too. you know what i mean like we we've had many conversations about some of these characters and like you can tell which ones you like the best because usually they're the most goofy looking ones yeah like, usually <laughs> Usually the cartoon characters that are in Super Smash Brothers, yeah. <laughs> basically. Well, you can draw Mario in like three lines, and I already know it's him because I know <laughs> you draw him so different from everyone else I've seen. Um, and you know, just because you know, like like you said, you've been drawing them that way since you were a kid, which yeah. Really um, but like I, I love it. you guys have wildly different styles. If people look them up uh, after the podcast. Um, yeah, I, I I freaking love your style. I, I I had a question for you, and sure, how did you decide on uh, what I have written down is the range in your art is incredible, um, which is what I'm trying to say, and that's why I just wrote, read what I wrote. Um, but you know, in in the Zelda book, Zelda book's the one that I found. I found it about a year ago, I think, when it blew up online. Um, okay. So I've been paying attention to what you've been up to, and it's been very cool. And it's very cool to see this Kickstarter blow up. But, um, like, how, did you like originally? How did how did you decide to meld on the two different 
I, not too different, but you have different art styles in the book. You have the very, you know, beautiful, like, you know, uh, fantasy realistic drawings of, uh, you know, Link getting the potion from the old woman and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's all mm-hmm. ominous and everything. And then you have, you know, almost like the doodles that, you know, uh, that you would that you do. Like, did you like did you have any? Yeah. Did you have yeah. any kind of like um, uh, did you struggle with? going with one style versus the other or is it has it kind of always just been like this is what i want the project to be uh no i didn't struggle i think well because they they each serve like different purposes and ninja gaiden and metroid kind of do the same thing where it's like there's just like these weird little drawings and then there's like the more detailed ones like they're always kind of flip flopping back and forth but i usually try to so for zelda i really love um kasia tereda's zelda work a lot of the pictures in there are just like straight up like obviously i looked at this guy like i'm not co- I'm not copying it <laughs> but it's like i'm yeah you know i'm paying tribute to this guy's work and and yeah. also like I, I i used it as a, a an excuse to study his work and learn from it um because i think his drawings are awesome um so you know that was his art in particular there um was such a big inspiration for this book and then like, I, you know, I know when I want to show, I have like a lots of tiny links when I'm showing all the items and stuff. So I know mm-hmm. I only have so much room and it's like, if you just make this like chubby little colorful link using the item, like it just reads yeah. a lot better than if I was drawing this realistic link for every page using every item. So you just kind of know like when to switch or like in Ninja Gaiden, I used a little mini Ryu. He's just like two giant eyeballs um and which is funny because whenever i draw him seriously i don't ever draw his eyes but then when i draw him ridiculous <laughs> it just has these two big eyes it looks like um yeah. it's like the thing from iron like the guy from iron sword um <laughs> but i would just use him and like i would use that ryu just in like goofy situations right where i could have like more fun with the i mean that's probably really what it is it's like when i want to have fun with the content i'm using like the goofball version and then when I want to show the cool thing, I'm going to show the cool thing. <laughs> it's it's such a, a simple thing, but it's such a perfect mix, and it, it it does it does exactly that. You know, you get a cool epic moment where Link's finally getting the Master Sword. Cool. You know, if, he, if he's getting you know blown up by a Dodongo, <laughs> then oh well, whoopsie. You know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, no, and that it, makes sense because the Link in that game is like more like a goofy peter pan-esque character versus like the tall cool guy yeah that he yeah. isn't like ocarina of time right right and i kind of like the goofier links like look at wind waker it's sure. like the most expressive character i've ever seen to this day yeah yeah you know that's what i love about link he comes in all all shapes and sizes and he's always readable as link doesn't matter what he looks like you know he's link like because the outfit's so iconic or even sometimes when, I mean, they don't breath, even put him breath now. Yeah, I was say Breath yeah. of the Wild is outfit's not even the same, but you know it's Link the moment you see him. Like there's just something yeah. about that character that just he's perfect. Like it doesn't matter how they dress him up, you always know it's Link, and yeah. I don't know, he just works in every way. It's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing how they do that. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, so we're probably going to be wrapping up soon. I don't know if you had any, how many more questions you had, Sean. Um, I I seamlessly worked through all of them nice <laughs> so oh, great. Uh, i think i'm good 
Um, <laughs> the only thing I had in my notes that I needed to bring up uh, because I asked some of what uh, our other employees and stuff at the store would like to bring up. Okay. And um, my coworker, Joey, wanted to put this out there as maybe sort of a semi-obscure game to, for your consideration for the future okay. uh, of Wizards and Warriors. Okay. Because that is his <laughs> favorite game of all time, and I've seen him beat it in like 10 minutes. Without really? His, he's got like nice. every version of it. I try beating it, I get to the bat, and I die, and I'm like, I'm done. Uh, and that's just that's the second boss. Um, um, I, all I can say about Wizards and Warriors is that the uh, David, who's helping me out big time with this Kickstarter, he's partnering up with me, and he's helping all with so many things behind the scenes. Um, I, I think every week he says to me, "When are you going to do Wizards and Warriors?" Okay, good. It's that doesn't good. mean that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I'm going to make it, but I'm hearing it. So it's it's but it's, it's, it's out there. Yeah. I know he'll be very happy that I brought it up. All right, uh, it's a game that like I like, but he like that's that's his jam. That's cool. Uh, the only other one is like I don't even know how you would make a game guide for this, but like Punch Out would be awesome. But again, that probably fits better for like a book with a bunch of different ones. So you you got to see the tweet because you brought up two things so far. You're gonna love it. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna love it. There's a I made a um. So what's a what's a tweet? I'm so it's old. Just, it's just a, <laughs> it's just a one page thing, but it looks like um, like a fight poster, and it's like Little Mac versus um, Mr. Dream because I didn't want to use Mike Tyson. Of course, though, yeah. Even though I wanted to use Mike, I wanted to use Mike Tyson. Well, we all know who Mr. Dream really unofficial, is. unlicensed, etc. Yeah. Et I know, I know. It's like <laughs> no. you know, whatever. But I use Mr. Dream, who's like inferior, but that's okay because um, the code's still the same, the famous password's still the same. But anyway, I put up like a. Just looks like a like a fight poster, but the, the way I just basically work, it's a giant poster for a code basically. But my other thought was just like, well, if I do make this book, which I'd like to, maybe I have a few more pages that kind of, I mean, you could definitely write tips for all the every character for sure. Yeah, and 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 presenting them as you know like upcoming fight posters is a great idea. Yeah, because it's both it can be both informative and like a cool piece of art, yep. which in theory I could. Not that I would destroy your book, but you could rip it out and put it on your wall. Yeah. Like, then that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that means people have to buy two copies. So maybe we should be encouraging people to do that. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I guess that's a good segue into kind of wrapping things up here because, uh, hey, Phil, what's your Twitter and uh, what's all your social media links you want people to follow? Uh, so my Twitter is at hey, hey Phil Summers. Um, that also works for Instagram. Uh, I don't post on Instagram as much, but I, I post all my work on it artwork and stuff i post on instagram stupid stuff i'll post on twitter um isn't that what they're both for yeah i guess that's true. <laughs> um so that you can find me on those um if you just want to follow hand-drawn game guides and not be updated that much because i always forget about it there is a facebook one just type in hand-drawn game guides you'll see it um and that's it and the kickstarter is running uh by the time you hear this i mean we're we're like halfway through the campaign. So there's still a lot of time left, uh, like 15 days or so. Um, mm -hmm. And that and on Kickstarter is just hand drawing you guides in case you need to just type it in the search bar, but I will include a link in the description for this episode. Yep. Cool, cool. And what yeah. about you, Sean? Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter at sfinnerface, S-F-I-N-E-R-F-A-C-E. Uh, also that on Instagram. Um, I mostly use Twitter, unfortunately. I'm getting better at Instagram, though, so I do a lot of stuff on there. Um, yeah, I keep busy, you know. 
Oh, there you are. I did see. Okay, I saw you. That's you. All right. Oh, okay. I'll look at your stuff. Hi. Right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we're making things happen here. Um, oh, yeah. Crazy. Let's say, as usual, you can see uh, our websites, levelupentertainment.com. Uh, we have both the store, both in the Hamilton Mall and Maze Landing, and our newest location in Summers Point, uh, New Jersey, in the Ocean Heights Plaza. Um, go to levelupentertainment.com uh, for directions to both places and to keep up with it, all of our news and reviews and blogs. Like, you'll be able to see all the podcast episodes there. Um, you know, we're Level Up Entertainment on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, uh, so that'll do us for this episode. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me. Phil, congratulations on the success thank of this you. Kickstarter. And uh, I can't wait to get these books in my hands. Sean, I'm a little jealous that you got the Zelda one. Yeah, it's it's nice. But man, that Metroid one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wait, oh, you, ha you have the current Zelda one right now? You have I, ha have I have it digitally because have it digitally. We, we were moving and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, I, I love that thing absolutely yeah. oh awesome awesome it, yeah i'm excited to get digital versions of the books even though i just i bought all of them physically uh, via the Kickstarter. <laughs> all right well the digital ones are coming yeah. as you know yeah. so <laughs> that's nice well that might you know might be even more convenient to have them because then i can put them on my phone yep and then that way i can play them wherever mm -hmm. uh where because they're like you know you sometimes are at someone's house and like oh no legend of zelda's happening how do we beat this dungeon i'm like oh now i can be the hero and come in with happens. This. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Happens. you know that that situation we all come across um but yeah so that'll do us for this episode uh thanks for joining me again guys thanks for listening and uh we'll see you next week so until next time be safe out there bye thank you <laughs>